94.9. Radio IQ, a service of Virginia Tech. Marketplace is made possible in part by Olio Financial Planning, helping entrepreneurs and businesses with programming here on WEHC 90.7 Emory, the voice of Southwest Virginia. It's right about six o'clock and I'm Leanne Hunter here to tell you that there's some good radio coming your way. At 6.30, host Jordan Dove will be in the studio for his live sports show, Face to Face. But first, I'd like to congratulate the Emory and Henry Wasp football team for their homecoming win over Catawba College a few days ago. Let's hear more about that game. Here are the hosts of Keys to the Game, color commentator, Gary Lester, and head coach, Kurt Newsom. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Keys to the Game. I'm your host, Gary Lester, and I'm joined, as always, by head football coach, Kurt Newsom. Coach, thanks for being here. Glad to be here. Some Mondays are better than others. Well, this one should be a better one because you certainly uh, had, a, had a good showing on Friday, and we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But uh, and we, when the Catawba Indians came to town, and, you know, first time we played them in 45 years. I didn't realize that until I started looking at it, but 1977 is the last time they were here. So, wow. we're going to talk about that. But, Coach, I want to I want to um, to start with we're about at the halfway mark to the season. You got five games, and you know you got six more left. And I wanted to just talk or have you talk a little bit. Of, you know, like take a step back, look at where you are, and reflect a little bit before we review the Catawba game, and also before we talk about the fifth edition of the uh, Southwest Virginia Bowl. I didn't know if you know you in the, a bowl this week when uh, Wise comes to town. So you're three and two overall, two and one in the sack. You're tied for first in the Mountain Division, and the two losses were by a total of ten points. You're a field goal away from being three and zero in the sack, and the two teams that have beaten the Wasps are eight and two, so not a bad showing for halfway through the season. If I'd have told you that's where you're going to be, and on the first of August, I said, "Well, by the time you get to the halfway mark, this is where you would you have believed that?" No, I, I really <laughs> wouldn't have. No, I'd, you know our guys have just. Uh, we talked to them at the beginning of the season about uh, every game's going to be a fight. And every game we're going to have to finish, and because we didn't finish a year ago, and um, you know, and but for us to be competing it in this league with this the talent that's in this league has been kind of remarkable. I mm -hmm. think our kids have uh, you know just played so hard. And, yeah. And, you know, I think if, you know, that's a coach's dream, you know, it's, it's not all about X's and O's. It's about getting them to play hard. You know, otherwise, those people teaching physics and chemistry would be coaching it. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we try to get them to play hard, and uh, we're fortunate right now our guys are playing hard. Well, every game has been exciting. I mean, it's been five games of excitement. Even, I mean, Bluefield game was close. You guys, I think – could have pulled away even further, but I think, you know, we talked about that maybe last year was in your helmet. But, I mean, the level of play is – is it above or beyond your expectations? I mean – Oh, no question. We've, we've, we've played better, and we've played a lot better people. You yeah. Know? And, and that's – I mean – when you take a team picture, when we get out on the field, we, you know, sometimes we don't look like we completely belong. But, uh, you know, once the game starts, uh, our guys think they belong. And if, if we can keep instilling that in them, and uh, I, th I think we will belong in this league. 
Mm. And I kind of told them this week, I said, you know what? We can lose every game on the rest of our schedule or we could win every game. Yeah. But it's it's about fighting uh, during the game and finishing a game. And I think we're going to have a lot of fourth quarter games. And I th- I just think that's where we are in this league. And that's a good thing. Yeah. I, I didn't think we were going to be a fourth quarter game time team and I, I, I think uh, our guys have surprised me and I mean it may not hold up for the entire season but I hope it does and right now if you play good defense and right now we're playing good defense oh. and uh, you know that that makes it fourth quarter games no matter what's happening but when you're clicking on all of them it makes it a little bit easier well you mentioned that the, you're, you felt like the players were playing hard and uh and i agree i think they're just playing their hearts out out there and and i you know i've talked to people this past week who've said you know i guess i'm gonna have to eat some crow because i didn't think we belonged in d2 uh but evidently we do and so i was glad to hear that but uh, I think Coach uh, Tommy Buzzo and his staff are doing doing a, a great job, job on they, defense. I mean, we've we've uh, kind of mixed up what we're calling from three down to four down, and we've got some guys that have played a lot of football on mm-hmm. that side of the ball, and uh, the the plan has been good, and you know that's that's been great, and uh, the the whole defensive staff has done a good job up to this point. And you know that keeps you in games. I've, yeah. You know I've been in Blacksburg. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been been standing there beside Bud Foster. But I also think on the other side of the ball, I think uh, Coach Beecraft and his staff. I think their game planning has been just outstanding. I'm in the game planning for the offense every week, and uh, let me tell you what: nobody cares more than than, than those guys and. They've done a great job. Uh, Cam, Quentin, Nick Copas, and uh, mm-hmm. Welly, of course. And um, it's it's. Uh, I, th- I think we've got a great chemistry in that room. I think we've got great chemistry in the defensive room, and that's important. You got to yeah. have guys that like each other, because you know you're yeah, you can spend a lot room, of time. Yeah, you know you're you're there. You know, twenty four seven for and uh, you know if you got guys that don't get along, it's that's that's hard to do to talk about what we need need to do to win. But right now, we've got a staff that that cares about each other and cares about winning, and uh, it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun right now. Yeah, well, it's it's a lot of fun to call the game, and there's a lot of people that just you know <laughs> would rather be anywhere or they wouldn't be want to be anywhere else but here watching the games and and uh, a lot of compliments well let's talk about Catawba they come over the uh, fancy gap mountain for the first time since 77 and uh, they get spanked 38 to 23 but I want to ask you about the early goings of the game you know Catawba uh, my uh, partner in crime uh Josh Floyd interviewed the coach and one of the things that the coach had said is you know we've gotten behind early we put a lot of emphasis this week on trying to stay in the game and not go into the locker room at halftime and have to throw our game plan out because we're out of the, you know, we're out of it. So, and when they, they came out, they first drive, they go 58 yards and 11 plays, but they miss field goal. 
in the first quarter, we turn it over in the red zone, unfortunately, and it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, what are your thoughts about how it was going at that time? I was sick in my stomach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and, you know, Grayson doesn't fumble. I, I thought it was questionable whether he had scored before he fumbled. I did, But too. when the ball goes up in the air, they usually call it, you know, a fumble because – that's what everybody sees, but uh, I thought he had gotten in the end zone, and uh, you know that's not a Grayson trait. But mm-hmm. uh, so I was concerned because people had gotten a lead on him, and I, I felt like we needed to get a lead on him because mm-hmm. I, I thought they would, uh, you know, that that's not their persona is is winning after somebody gets in front of them. So uh, we we. We kept working at it, and uh, you know we 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 ended up with a good lead at the half. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that lead in the second half quarter. Uh, you, <laughs> I wrote down in my notes, Emory strikes with the three P's. Uh, Penn goes seventy-two yards. Payne goes thirty-one on a pick six, and then Peoples goes fifty-seven on on a touchdown pass from short. Let's talk about those individually, though. Uh, you guys were backed up to the six-yard line. It did not look very good. And here comes Tomate Penn. We had a penalty, and we were sloppy uh, before the play. I mean, on that. And then I, I thought the play to Tomate changed the whole game. I did, too. I mean, I think that was – and it was early. And you don't usually say, hey, a, a play that early changes the complexion of the game. But that did because, mm-hmm. you know – it's the longest play I think we've had in forever. It was 72 yards. Yep. And, uh, you know, we hit Tomate, and uh, we, had, we had just looked like the bad news bears for a second. <laughs> and I was upset about that. And uh, then I told him when he came off to the sideline, I said, uh, listen, you just changed the game. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it did. And, you know, sometimes that happens. You know, it does, it takes one or two plays, and uh, he goes up. And I wish he would have scored. So yeah, I did would, too. <laughs> but and so does he. <laughs> I, I I question his speed. No, I'm just kidding. He's a, he. I, I to him I question it, not not to anybody else. Yeah. But he's a good young man, and uh, he's a great addition to our program. Well, you know, you say that that changed the game because. It's, it's, you never know what gets in somebody's helmet, but the quarterback for Catawba, Jacobs, comes out in less than two minutes. He does it. The cardinal sin of quarterbacks is running one way and throws it across the field. T.J. Payne picks six. I mean, that, that's it's like it. you can see the walls starting to cave. We, we don't give uh, Don Don Penix enough credit sometimes for – you know he's playing a terrible position when we go to three down. He's got everybody on the line blocking him, and he's he's pressuring the guy. You know, and and that's that's who he is. And uh, Swag was back there, yep. and you know we, we 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 pressured him, and I think it was as much as the pressure. And then TJ uh, has had a great year up to mm-hmm. this point, and for him to take that one in. Uh, you know, and the, the momentum was definitely on our side at that time. Well, and then the next series that you get the ball, here comes Peoples. Now, we know what he can do on kickoffs because, boy, he is he is a 
100 miles an hour on kickoffs, but he when he caught that pass, there was no one going to run him down. I think he's a dynamic guy. He's a great recruit for us. He's uh, – He's one of our uh, the future at slot, and uh, he's got a smile on his face all the time, and he's just the guy you want to coach, and that, I mean that's important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, people smiling, people being happy, yeah. And uh, he's one of those guys, and uh, he's a fist bump guy every time he comes off, <laughs> and uh, I like that too. So. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad he's here, and I think he's going to make a lot of Emory people happy. And I hope you get to meet him because he's smiling all the time. Yeah, I've never really talked with Is he a freshman or redshirt freshman? No, he's true freshman. True freshman. And yeah, he's, he's going to burn this year. Okay. And, uh, but uh, we need to yeah. because he's he's that guy. Mm-hmm. And he's out of Reedsville, North Which Carolina? is a great program. Yeah. They've played in the state finals I don't know how many years in a row. And he, he was a big part of it a year ago. And uh, that's where Don Don Penix played. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's, you know, it's they've been good to us down there, and we want to continue that relationship with those guys. Well, that's a big second quarter. Again, it was the three Ps that you hit them with. And the, uh, they go down and kick a field goal with 22 seconds left, and it scored halftime's 21-3, something they're used to. And I'm sure that was conversation in the locker room. But, Coach, we're going to take a quick break, and I'd like to hear from you about what your conversation was at halftime at, in this game. So we'll be right back, folks. Saturday, October 8th, the Emory and Henry Wasps take on the UVA Wise Cavaliers at the Fred Self Stadium for the fifth annual Southwest Virginia Bowl presented by Appalachian Orthopedics, the region's bone, joint, muscle, and sports medicine experts since 1997, specializing in keeping patients active with locations in Abingdon, Bristol, Johnson City, and Kingsport, and online at AppalachianOrthopedics.com. Appalachian Orthopedics, specialized care you can trust. All right, and we're back. Coach, we're into the second half. We're come out of the locker room ahead 21-3. I got to ask before we leave that first half, though, I noticed that one of the Catawba running backs brought the ball over to you at the, on the sideline, asked for your autograph, and you were not very nice with him when he handed you the ball. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I just kind of flipped the ball over my back. I said, you don't hand me the ball. I don't need it. And sometimes during a game, I'm not a, a – really good person but uh <laughs> especially when somebody wants to hand me a football well i thought he was out looking for an autograph and didn't know you were <laughs> no he did he did he didn't he did not i don't think <laughs> okay well halftime um let's talk about what you what what's your what were your comments and conversations at halftime i said we're not in control of this game although it was an 18 point lead mm-hmm. uh, i said uh, we need to take control in the third quarter and uh, we hadn't done that. And uh, that's what I wanted our guys to realize, that, you know, we need to harness this thing and, and make it work. And uh, so we went down and got three, and so then it goes from there. Yeah, well, you not only got three, but you, you kept them out there. Uh, that drive was about nine minutes long, or eight, eight, seven and a half minutes, excuse me, about seven and a half minutes. But – you guys come out in the second half, and you've got um, four drives that you drive, 33 plays, most of it on the ground. 
you roll up 263 yards, but the main thing is you consume 19 minutes. Uh, they they had the ball for six plays in the third quarter. Yeah, and that's that that won the game. Actually, I mean that's if you've got the and and three of them were from their four or five yard line, yeah. whatever it was. But yes, that that was the key. The third quarter. Oh man! Won, won the game, and you know we've had times where that hadn't happened, and it was good to see. It was, and it was fun to watch too. You guys, not only did they only have six plays, they only had three yards of offense in the uh, third quarter, but with but and you all just dominated the line of scrimmage. I thought you you were running the ball, you're doing just whatever you need to do, and the defense just kept on tightening the screws down. You know, we haven't mentioned it yet, but Grayson had a great game. Yes, well, I've got you, him in here. You know, when you average 7.8 yards of carry and and he, the other backs were fine, and but we needed a breakout from Grayson because, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's been tough going. He's been banged up, and, you know, to me, he's still – the favorite back in this league. I wouldn't trade him for anybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've seen some good ones. And uh, But I wouldn't trade Grayson for anybody. And and our offensive line, you know, they, they're they fighters. Yeah. And they'll compete. So well, so the third quarter was big for us. Oh, and, and with eight minutes to go in the game, scores 38 to 10. Um, they've run nine plays and have five yards, and they've had the ball for three minutes, three minutes out of the 22, and they've scored seven points. And that was prior, their return man running it down to the four. So uh, just a totally dominant second half in that game up to that point. And I know they scored a couple of touchdowns, made it 38-23, but the game was really more No, it was, it was over uh, before that, and we got to play some guys, yeah. which is great. Which is really important. Yeah, I mean, you know, we because we've got some older guys that have played a lot of football. We need to try to get some younger guys mm-hmm. play, playing football for us. And, uh, and we've got older guys that weren't on scholarship, but we knew that they could play scholarship football. Mm-hmm. So they're on scholarship. I mean, our Division Three guys are is most of our money. So I yeah. mean, we're going to have a ton of money to give. So I'm I'm hollering that out for anybody that wants to come here, uh, that wants a scholarship. So, uh, but that that's kind of how it worked out. Well, now you mentioned Overstreet, twenty carries, hundred and fifty six yards, two touchdowns. Uh, I thought Kyle Short had a a good game. Uh, Two touchdown passes. He threw for almost 300 yards, 299, and no interceptions. I thought he did. Kyle played really, really well. And uh, early on, I thought we, you know, we had some guys that we could have completed some passes with. But after that, I thought he started connecting. And, uh, you know, our, our two receivers, our outside receivers were good, and Cam Peoples was good. You know, I, th- I think. I think our receiving crew right now is special, and, uh, and I think Kyle might have played his best game up to this point. I, I think I, I think you're right. I think he did. Uh, we mentioned well, and Kyle is second in the uh, conference in passing yards, and he's first in the conference in touchdown passes. So, you know, I, I love seeing our guys up in those top five rankings in the conference because that's just another sign that that we belong here. We can yeah. play here. 
I, and I think we can. And, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, we're just not even to the halfway point, really. Uh, you know, game six will be the truly halfway point. But uh, I think our guys are fighting hmm. and let's keep finishing. Well, on your defense, uh, nicely, Ivan Phillips, A.J. Burris, all up on the top of the tackle chart. Nicely was our player of the game. Oh, okay. And uh, and Ivan, of course, was a nominee. And what we do on Sundays is we nominate guys that could be on there. And everybody you've mentioned, and Swag was on there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's what we, we do. We nominate certain players and their position coaches bring that out at the meeting and then I say the winner is and it was of course Addison nicely because oh he played his rear end off yeah he had nine tackles from yeah yeah and he had he had a hurries he had a half a sack I mean he was uh he was all and he loves football and uh (laughs) you know he's he's from Fort Defiance and uh the Harrisonburg area, and uh, we got him because Ryan Bird, who was a corner mm, for us, I remember Ryan. coached him. Oh, okay. That's that's how that connection worked wow. out. And, um, I mean, that's that's a – you know, it's a Emory guy sending a guy to Emory. Mm-hmm. And um, he sent him as a Division three guy. Now he's getting money. And and uh, so he's, he's a special player. Well, Coach, uh, and and you mentioned A.J. Burris, Payne, we, uh, T.J. Payne we talked about also. So um, we're going to leave the Catawba game there. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the fifth edition of the uh, Southwest Virginia Bowl. So this will be the fifth time we've played the uh, folks from over at Wise. We'll be right back, folks. Saturday, October 8th, the Emory and Henry Wasps take on the UVA Wise Cavaliers at the Fred Self Stadium for the fifth annual Southwest Virginia Bowl presented by Appalachian Orthopedics, the region's bone, joint, muscle, and sports medicine experts since 1997, specializing in keeping patients active with locations in Abingdon, Bristol, Johnson City, and Kingsport, and online at AppalachianOrthopedics.com. Appalachian Orthopedics, specialized care you can trust. And we're back, folks. Um, Coach, the Southwest Virginia Bowl, this will be the fifth time that we've played uh, UVA-wise. Uh, we played them back early when they were Clinch Valley back in the 90s a couple of times, and then we played them uh, before your tenure. I don't think you were here. I think it was Coach Don Montgomery that was the coach. Uh, we lost over there in a wild one, uh, and then we, we won over here. So we are 4-1, and one, or th- Three and one, excuse me, against them. So, but now they're coming in here. They're one and four, and they're zero oh and three. And it's easy to look at that record and say, "Oh, well, my gosh, that's uh, this is going to be a, another Catawba." But they're a pretty good football team, right? No question. Mm-hmm. Just cut on the film. Yeah. And I mean, they are they are uh, really good. Going into last week, they were forty nine and seven in the first quarter, outscoring their opponents. Wow, and uh, even he, actually, Buddy Shoal, who we all know, yeah, he said he watched the film. He said they're better. They're better than uh, what we think. <laughs> I said no, they're not better than what I think. They're they they should have won a bunch of games, and uh, 
you know, I don't think people realize how good they are right now. And they've just been, uh, you know, they shoot themselves in the foot. But, you know, when you beat opponents 49-7 to in the first quarter – yeah, you are you. You shouldn't be one and four. Well, you look at who they've played. I mean, they played Lenore Ryan last week. Maybe the best team in the conference. I think Lenore Ryan is the best team yeah. in the league. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a well of a game between them and Newberry, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Wingate. Yeah, and yeah, and then they've they've also played Limestone, which is evidently a they're lot three better. and one. Yeah, and then they played who Barton and yeah, who, and, and then North Alabama. Which Who's one double A? One double A. So uh, went overtime with Indiana State last week. Yeah. So those are their four losses. So they've they've played some pretty stiff competition. Offensively, what what is it that we what what do you look for from well, them? Well, Redwine didn't play last yeah, week. And Gillespie didn't play last week. And so, he's their running back. And he's uh, that's their their team. So I mean, we don't know what's what's going on in that situation. I wouldn't know if they held them out because they had a bruise, and they're going to mm-hmm. play against us next week. But you know, we're going to get their Super Bowl effort, and you know, it's it's going to take our Super Bowl effort to win the game. And well, our guys, I don't think they realize how big a rivalry. This oh, it's big. It's going to be. And our guys don't know that because they're mm-hmm. too young. We haven't played them in a long time. But that's my job this week to let them know that how how important this game is to our well, program. Well, it's important because, I mean, we're talking – we call it Southwest Virginia Bowl, but we're talking about recruiting inside the state. And, and you know, you you got to beat – you know, Virginia Tech's got to beat UVA every year or, they, or somebody – so yeah, it's a big game for recruiting. It's it's you know there's four uh, Division two schools, Virginia State, Virginia Union, UVA wise, and Emory, and uh, you got to drive if you're in Virginia, you got to drive right past our school to go to UVA wise, and uh, we need to make a statement and say hey listen. You know, you you're stopping at the wrong place if you keep going. <laughs> you know, and yeah. uh, and I and I don't. I, they're good enough to beat us, and and we're good enough to beat them. Well, I was looking at. I've looked at some of the numbers. Offensively, they're third in the conference in yards per game. Okay, but they're twelfth. They're last in the points scored. What are they? They've gotten off to great starts, as mm-hmm. I said, forty-nine-seven now, first quarter, and uh, but then they've uh, they've calmed down offensively. So yeah. you know what anybody does, I'm sure their coach Dameron has uh, been. You know what do we eat at halftime? That, that's what I do. I mean, yeah, I do, do we have butter do we and have, jelly? Yeah, do we have peanut butter and jelly? Do we have this? Do we have that? I mean, you're checking every every mark to to fix your team, but you can't put your finger on it. Mm. And it's you know eventually gets down to the kids because that's who's playing the game. When I defensively, the RPO, I mean, I know you scheme every week trying looking, but, um, and I know you can't talk about certain things, but uh, defensively, they look pretty stiff against the run. Yeah, they, they well, they, they are, and they, I think they'll play us in man coverage, and, mm. you know, that's, that's what we get. Yeah. 
and uh, because if you, you you know if you play zone, they they you know they have to avoid zone with a player, and we'll try to throw it there. So I, I mean, I think we'll get man. That's that's our our game plan. Well, it always it's nice to look out there and you see uh, Tomate Penn one on one with that corner. We like that. Yeah, that's that 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 brings a smile to your face. I'm sure and every time actually you see Ford that. is. Uh, you know, he made a catch in the game yeah. Saturday. We did not I mention thought, him, but he... I, I, I thought it was uh, just off the charts. Well, Jermon is uh, fourth in the sack in, in yards per game. So you've got two – you got uh, Tomate that's number one, and you got uh, Jamal Ford that's uh, the fourth. So you got two up in that category. So I didn't know that. Yeah, we're well I'm represented. just glad we've won a couple games. Well, and Ivan Phillips is second in tackles, and A.J. Burris is um, – I think he's sixth in the conference in tackles per game. Um, well, so you also have Quentin Hunter, who was coaching over there. That should be a, a list, a little bit no, of an that's inside a, that's draw. That's a plus, and and Quentin's a smart guy. You know, he's uh, my my second tenure at JMU. He was there, and. Uh, I knew I wanted to hire him uh, at JMU. I mean, excuse me, at Emory. As soon as I got here, he was our first hire. Yeah, because That's right. he was just leaving there. He thought about being a GA there, and he came with us, and eventually became the offensive coordinator. And now him and Cam work so well together. And Quentin, no, no job is hard enough. He's an ex-offensive coordinator. He doesn't mind running the scout team. He'll do he'll do whatever you ask of him, and uh, so I'm just glad he's here. Yeah. Well, so is everyone else. He's a great guy, and uh, and I think he has made a difference. I think he's helped Cam a, a lot on that offense. But I I think they're putting together some really good offensive packages. Coach, one more thing before we go because we're getting close to uh, we're about out of time. But I I been told that you've been nominated for the Civic Person of the Year uh, here in Washington County but due to your diligence in getting, I think, your entire football team signed up to vote, registered to vote. Well, I don't really know what uh, the Civic uh, thing is, but uh, I'll well, take it. It's not quite the Coach of the Year. but <laughs> I'd rather take that, but I'll take either one of them. Okay. But uh, I'll do my civic duty because right. well, I have heard that several times. Right. Well, Coach, we're all out of time. I really appreciate it, and best of luck in your fifth edition of the Southwest Virginia Bowl this Saturday. So long, everyone. Hello everyone, I'm Gary Lester, color commentator for Emory Henry College football and host of the Keys of the Game, and also a proud alumni of Emory Henry College. And you're listening to WEHC 90.7, your college and community station. Welcome in everybody to Face to Face Sports here on WEHC 90.7 FM. I'm your host Jordan Dove. For those who may not know, this show discusses all of the latest local and national sports topics while also providing an outlet for those in athletics to talk a little bit about themselves. Today I'm happy to welcome in Emory & Henry men's soccer coach DDA Grier. 